1: Off, off of course All right, i'm gonna be honest i have no idea what i'm talking about today and it's my turn so we are going to be in for an interesting ride so um <laughs> just thought i'll point that out and leave that in your capable hands and then you can pass it on to me when you've done your thing so um yeah wow. okay yeah.
2: thank you i think uh <laughs> <laughs> so, I guess I'm just going to say, uh, welcome to And That's Why We Messed Up, the podcast about nerdery, geekery, and all else in between from a South London postcode. Uh, I am Shannon's, so I have with me the instant classic, and big man, aka Boogerhead, aka... Up. They haven't called you Red in the ages, actually. I, oh, like, man, it's wow. thing of the past. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not a thing of the past. We'll, we'll, we'll bring it up on every occasion that we can. Thank you very, very true, much. Very true. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, I mean, I guess today, I mean, first thing, um, I could say is that, um, yeah, you <laughs> bruv's run out of, <laughs> like, like, I've got nothing.
1: Like, you know, to be, okay, that's kind of a misconception, because, like, there, it's like, the best way to describe it is creator's block, because the... I had things I wanted to talk about, but I don't know if it was appropriate or if anyone would be interested in listening to it. So that's the idea. That's, that's what goes through my head when I'm thinking of things to talk about. Because, mm-hmm. like, I was thinking about talk, going back to the um, to the Saban shows and talking about maybe um, VR Troopers or Big Bad Beetleborgs or um, the the competitor, um, Superhuman Samurai, and go through that and all that. Or Dragon Ball was one I was talking about with. But... <laughs> Um, but again, like I said, if anyone would, wants to hear anything about that, those subjects, please, please let us know because I'm, I'm more than open to suggestions. I know there are. I know is, uh, one of our well, listeners wants 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 me to talk about Donnie Yen. Um Donnie. Well, you mean Mr. John Wick Four? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I told him about it last night. She was hyped.
2: Yes. <laughs> hyped. <laughs> I'm so hyped. I think you know what I think. Um, that's the thing with with doing this for as long as we've been doing it. I mean, you know, we're almost coming to a year. I think I will. I will take this point to say that we probably are going to go on a bit of a season break. Uh, We're going to bring this to a close in the next couple of weeks, not forever, just to take a just to take some time out to kind of recharge those batteries and um, get some more interesting topics ahead. And a foot. So, yeah, um, we might put out some extra content during that time, but I think we're going to have a bit of a break to give everybody just some time to reflect pause and rest up because um yeah it's it's been a lot and I think what you're going through is um you know happens to all of us and you do feel like oh is actually anybody listening is anybody enjoying and what have you but I believe there are lots of people out there who are enjoying listening and as we've said before if you want us to cover something in in um, a specific thing please get in contact via email stjudesavengers at gmail.com or on our instagram or on twitter and yeah we'll cover it in future but hey
1: but what i will bring up um i think i think it's kind of i think it's, it's kind of appropriate as it happened quite recently we are going to go into a bag of wrestling so um <laughs> oh, so a me, lot happens yeah so me <laughs> so me and big man are basically um how can i how can i describe this we are veterans when it comes to the wrestling world Chantel is the outsider basically i am Um, and we basically get we basically like just poker a few times some wrestling knowledge or wrestling nostalgia and see if it Mm -hmm. sticks usually it sticks with a few tears depending on what documentary you're watching but um but yeah Uh, (laughs) oh there it is again edge Yep, yep. Well, yeah. Look. I'm Yeah. If you don't if you don't know, oh, let's, let's educate you. Um Chantel has a crush on Edge now. Um from the minor, minor
0: crush. Yeah,
1: me. because once upon a once a time ago, um let's be honest, Edge he wasn't he, he wasn't he wasn't Chantel's no. type. He wasn't really much no in, in his younger days. But as he's no. gotten older, he's aged like a fine wine. Even I've got to appreciate the beauty that is um, he has. Adam Copeland. So, um, <laughs> and shows um, Chantel- also
2: it's, it's just the way he came across in that documentary uh, that you that that I watched. <laughs> it's the <laughs> fact that um, the projects he's done I find really interesting because I was like, uh, I wasn't mad. That was him in like in Vikings. That was him. All <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Cool and just the way he's coming across like to the point where i'm like i'm worried about him like don't don't go bad. they might hurt you like <laughs> boom. and yeah i was sorry it, it, yeah and and he and he'd be looking fine now he'd be looking fine now he's very easy on the eye it's it's easy it's smooth i like it hmm
0: so should we just end this podcast now and leave you alone because you're going to that but place i don't have edge with me if i did this
2: podcast would be done also would be rated are be- you? Yeah. He's a committed wrestler the star. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, He's aged like a fine wine. Unlike <laughs> some wrestlers, he is aged like a fine wine. What?
1: what are you talking about?
2: Look, some some wrestlers look. But then again, some I I think some wrestlers look busted as they were getting. old. it it just the the drugs didn't work. It just didn't look good.
1: But you know, those, but you know there are wrestlers that just when you see them as a kid they still look old as you've gotten older yeah
2: because
1: like for example Hulk Hogan that man looks old Looks old when I was a kid and he still he just looks old he just he hasn't he hasn't it's like I feel there like some people who are
2: going back in time and some are not yeah mm-hmm. and some are stuck in time mm. Hulk Hogan is obviously stuck wait wait I'm not even going to go there and give that man any more air time than he
1: deserves <laughs> But anyway, um, yeah, recent recent events in the wrestling world have been hitting hard thanks to the actions of a certain company, a.k.a. WWE, with um, their mass releases of certain superstars, and um, recently they released um, a few surprising ones, um, so if not mistaken, the list goes Lana, AK CJ um CJ can't remember remember her last name, AK the Perry. wife of Mira. Thank you. Um, CJ Perry uh, the wife of Mira, AK Rusev, um Ruby Riot, uh Buddy Murphy, AK Murphy, Alistair Alistair Black, Braun Strowman, and Santan- Santana Garrett? Yeah. Yeah. Am I missing anyone? From that from Not yet. one. Okay. No. And what kind of what's what's really surprising about that? Two names stand out in particular, which are Braun Strowman and Alistair Black. Alistair Black came back from a hiatus of not being used or not having anything in any creative goals um, a week ago. Literally a week ago, he got back into he got back into a picture. Looked like he had it. like he had a big, relatively decent storyline going with Big E um, from New Day fame and. It literally, and then like what a few days later he's been released and even to his to his knowledge this came out of left field he didn't see it coming at all there was no hint there was no like inkling there was no like hint that there was any kind of disappointment or um or you know Fire Ridge coming his way, and it just happened out of no. It just happened out of nowhere. And with Braun Strowman, Braun Strowman is not only a main event player; he's a Vince McMahon project. So Vince McMahon was pushing a lot into him, like basically making this new, this new like unstoppable monster. Yeah, to be fair, he had did have like a big stop start issues so, or yeah, issue, but oh what? but he was like literally like in, he was like he was part of the main event in WrestleMania. Wait, was it WrestleMania or was it? No, was it wasn't WrestleMania. Was it WrestleMania? WrestleMania? Yeah, he was the
0: the second main event of the first night. I believe him versus Shane in the steel cage. Mm.
2: Okay.
1: So, yeah. But, I mean, I'm, I'm
0: gone. So
2: yeah, so now, oh. we, we're not talking someone who's like background waiting, <laughs> no, no. Waiting, waiting to to make his way in. We're talking someone who actually had like problems, had had prominence.
0: Yeah, mm. he was champion, I believe, last year. Yeah, he and, was. Uh, oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> In fact, so also, I was performing, and doing... yeah, big time. In okay, fact, the last time uh WWE was over here at the old tomb, which I went, he got such an ovation. He was a heel back then, and he pandered to the crowd. He was brilliant, mm. and everyone there thought, you know what, he's good. He he was gonna kick on. Um, hey, I'm gonna ask the question: What's a what's a heel? A villain, basically. Bad guy. Okay.
1: So, fa- yeah. so babyface okay. is a good guy. Heel is a ba- is a bad guy.
2: Okay, thank you very much. I thought Mayface was an R&B producer, but um, thanks for <laughs> <laughs> thanks for illuminating me. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, I, I've tried to keep my head out of this whole WWE thing, but the last two Black Wednesdays, as they've known as, when people are getting turfed, the names has just been un- unbelievable, but you've coined it, bruv. I, this is your episode, but I will please say in advance, you're probably going to hear me cuss a hell of a lot throughout this. Really? That's because... not like you. No, I know, He's right?
2: Just... You're so quiet and refined.
0: Yeah. Definitely don't do that. Some of the names, I mean, as you just said, the first two alone wound me up. I mean, Braun Strow wasn't too bad, but I was an Alistair Black fan from NXT. Mm. In fact, I'll dare say he was one of the main reasons why I did start to watch NXT.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Got called up to the main event, did a little number with Ricochet, which was very, very good. And then, because his wife and the whole Twitch signing over there right to WWE, and she didn't, and she left... They didn't have nothing for him.
2: Okay, oh I no, mean, okay, it. Okay, okay, cool... okay. Let's not say she left. She got fired. Let's be honest. Quite... Yeah, <laughs> so, because basically she didn't want to, rightly so. She basically was a Twitch streamer, I believe, and yes. WWE wanted a piece of that pie because she was using her own property mm-hmm. uh, on on Twitch, and they wanted a piece of it. She said no, and they fired her. Is that about yeah, right? Basically. And what okay. kind of
1: and what kind of gets me about that statement is like Stephanie McMahon made up i think it was like the washington street journal she she made she made this um statement Mm. that they want their wrestlers to build their own characters outside of wrestling to build themselves up so you know so they can actually spread their brand and develop their brand outside like so you know to make their own to make their own own way in the world kind of thing and that just that whole twitch thing contradicted Everything that was posted in that in that in that mm. article was just like, if you want them to develop their own brand, maybe you should put a price tag on that in the future. Just be, just be be up in front and honest about it. But it was complete bullshit. Absolute bullshit. You know, funny. Enough, it, I don't know about you guys. It reminded me of the
2: whole the uh, Dwayne the Rock situation back in the day mm.
1: mm-hmm.
2: when when the Rock um, basically like left WWE, but the way he turned the contract meant that the Rock was his. Mm. And WWE weren't happy about that, and they tried to kind of make some shenanigans in terms of like effing up his stuff, and kind of were hinting that he shouldn't be using the Rock. But he, basically, he was was smart enough to ensure that the Rock was his property and not WWE property. I mean, I know they're all good now, but back in the day, they weren't. That no. I do remember that.
1: Did you um? Did you ever um? Know the real reason why Dave Batista actually left wrestling?
0: No, I don't. Do was I'm beginning to wonder
1: was it regarding a false promise? Yeah, yes, yeah, in a sense, in a way, because he wanted to. Because obviously, when WWE started producing films, mm. he wanted to do. He wanted to be. He wanted to be. He wanted to be actor. He wanted to become an actor. He wanted to, actor, he wanted to actually do films. He wanted that was his yeah. whole thing. And um, but every time he would like you know try and get a chance to, to do it, 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 they'll give it to John Cena, but they wouldn't give it to him. Mm. So I got to a point where it was like okay well I I'm not being satisfied here I I I, I got to go so he got he basically went and made his own way in in the film industry and behold right and Behollow is yeah, I mean uh,
2: I mean especially uh, I think we had yesterday looking at who who actually owns WWE and who's in it uh, yeah. I I I could definitely say that that would definitely have an impact on some of these decisions, and not necessarily the best impact, because I some of some of those heads don't understand how marketing works. I'll be honest, they don't.
1: There she goes, being her marketing hat.
2: <laughs> <laughs> look, they they just don't, and it's like, as you said clearly, how are you gonna have Mara so talking about um people branching out enhances the brand and then slap down Lana for um
1: for the whole twitch fiasco um not lana that's um sorry not lana um uh what's her name now uh, her name is um um, Celina vega but her real name her name now is like Thea trinidad now but um um Celina vega but actually no speaking of lana i feel i feel i feel the worst for her oh shit
0: now it just dawned on me you saying that because soon you mentioned i feel sorry for lana I just had flashbacks of her going through a table yeah. for
1: nearly ten weeks in a row. Yeah, and she... Lana put up with a lot of shit because at the end of the day, she she was loyal. Oh, big time! Yeah, because she would like whatever they told him to do, um, told him to do, told her to do, yeah. she'd do it. She would do it, and like, and what was the, what was the sweetest thing about it was her husband Rusev, who probably got screwed over most um, in WWE now, out of anyone. He was so supportive of her. And like he had, like, do you know what you, do you, know what you, you can just see love? mm mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Like, cause, like, cause, like, um, um, Miro, aka Rusev, he he does, he does Twitch streams, and like mm. when he when he talk when people are like uh, like kind of like not hating on ain't hating on Lana but hating on how she's being treated, mm. he's like he's just he he's just, he doesn't say anything negative. He just says, Nah, nah, she she she, she just got it. she's got this man because she can do anything. She can do whatever she wants. She, she does Aww. everything. So it's like. I was like, oh and like, bless her, she did everything that she was told. When she was put into a tag team, a random tag team, she did it. When she was put into that weird bloody storyline with Rusev and Bobby Lashley, she did it. When she got thrown through the table like every what for like for ten two w- months, ten weeks, ten, two months in a row, she did it. Like when she was told to stand there in a bloody corner of a match and and and, and not do anything, she did it. She did she um, did um, Go on.
2: sorry, I I just can we go back to the why she was put through a table for two weeks? For I was, it was ha- it was
1: a crappy bullying storyline. To be fair, it was like because um, there's a wrestle So club.
2: every match she has to go through a table. Yeah, basically,
1: and by yeah.
0: first person in the world to do it.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, um, Nia, Nia Jax
2: So is WWE just gaslighting us at this point? It's just like, bitches be cray. I'm gonna put you through a table because you'll do whatever I want for on the real.
1: It's called
0: tough love, yeah, and. Your man opened his mouth about us outside the company, but we can't touch him because he don't know because he no longer works for us. So uh, you have to take
1: this one to us. Basically, yeah.
0: I'm horrified. Like <laughs> I've hit the segment
2: again where I'm. I'm not. Oh, mm.
0: this literally was. You can put your watch by it. Every Monday night, around about uh, halfway through Raw, you are guaranteed to see Lana. Being put for a table by nia jacks sideways and this was actually went on as what for bruv said for two months to the point do you actually compiled a greatest hit segment of that clip and might as well have been that one clip being played 10 times
1: what gets me about the whole thing is that in like if that if as in the storyline aspect that would have been good because obviously it's, it's the whole overcoming adversity when you're being treated like that crap, and then obviously you have your big shining moment at a pay per view when that person who's been throwing you through the tables x amount of times, you get you get revenge on that person and look, have a comeuppance. And there was no sense of that at all. It was just blatant, yeah. like it was just blatant disrespect. It was just like, yeah, we're just gonna free for through the table because we hate your husband. Yeah, you're gonna look like an idiot now until we until we get bored basically. And that's what basically what happened. Like there was no like real. Oh, yeah, she got her shining moment. I mean, they, they, they tried to do that, but it was stupid. It was literally stupid. And basically, it was just it was just basically WWE swinging their big dick saying that, We run things here. <laughs> you do what we say. Nah, oh my nah. God, that laugh sounds a lot like it as well. Mm hmm. Oh, Teddy Yossi. No, he's like, <laughs> That's Yossi.
2: It's scary the way you can do the laughs. That's right. <laughs>
0: Big well, Boss
2: yeah. Man? That was
0: no laugh in Boss Man. There was no laugh being Boss Man. <laughs> no big <laughs> I
2: <know. laughs> It's a hard time. <laughs> oh my, oh God. <laughs> oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Flashbacks to Stir Crazy. Whenever I see Big Boss Man, I just uh, stir crazy with Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder. I, there's just something about it.
1: I'm, I'm trying to make sense of that, and actually does make sense. Damn it!
2: See, the, see, <laughs> see. you like what? and it's like, wait for it, wait for it. The whole rodeo, weird police officer thing <laughs> in the south. Yes, I get
1: it. Says okay, I get it. Okay. Um, I am And, and, and you know what gets me about about his bloody his co- his um police officer costume? He actually had the Confederate flag on it as well. Yeah. 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 it Was okay back then. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. <laughs>
2: Yeah, moving oh. on.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> See, no, I, I watched uh, Alistair Black's uh, live Twitch stream when he uh, went live after the whole announcement was made. And, you say, know is what? that
2: before? Is that before or after the Uber turned up with his, his stuff in the black bag and his text, his text saying he's been let go by WhatsApp? Is that after that? Because that's literally shit? how I think Vince did it.
1: Do you know oh. what? Oh. S- 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 Actually, yeah. sorry, sorry to interrupt you guys, but oh, you, you big man, but um. Did you hear about literally when um the mass or when the locked the last firings happened, basically um they um or John Laurenitis, who's like one of the WWE execs, basically yeah. sent out a mass text to all the all the um things yeah. saying that yeah. Like, yeah. Um uh, yeah, these people have been let go, blah blah blah. blah and I'm like Wow. That's li- that's literally." I think that was the, that was
2: the the first one, yeah, last year. They literally I think no, I think because of uh, was it? Was it? What's this
1: this time? Sorry. No, no, listen. This was a mass text to basically um up to update the um the roster, basically what like they had um did the mass firing, so basically they just sent like a like a really like really generic saying, this person, this person, this person, and this person have been let go from, and basically all well in their future endeavours. Blah 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 blah.
2: Some cold-blooded.
0: It, seems, it seems I can't stand anyway. Mm-hmm. John Laurinaitis, who it sound like Darth Vader if he's had one too many cigarettes and Just <laughs> <tipped it> off. <laughs> Hired him anyway. Well, that's a stupid question. That was Vince. But he don't serve a purpose. He's not liked behind the scenes. If you read all the media reports, he doesn't have a clue what's going on. And yet, why is he still there? It's just don't know if he's just in a bad place right now. In fact, to be fair, he's been there for the last few years, but now it's just everyone who gets turfed from that company moves on to something better. So there, there is no doubt, I fully expect, the likes of the Black slash Tommy E, Braun Strowman, the Iconics, Lana, they will all do well in other companies. Do you think that maybe it's
2: because for a long time, WWE were the only player in the game, but now it isn't so much nothing they- anymore?
0: Whoa, whoa. No, I said, I personally think right now, I mean, they can deny that AEW is not, is not competition and they've done these uh, firings due to the pandemic because apparently Braun Strowman was on a million pound wage and he ain't really doing nothing to decide to let him go. I personally do believe that WWE are slightly worried about AEW. I mean, they can deny all, the, all they want that, oh, we don't see this competition. But they are. They've already lost out to the Wednesday Night Wars to the point NXT had to move to a Tuesday. AEW now working with TNA Impact and also got an alliance with the New Japan Pro Wrestling Company, which WWE didn't think of doing then automatically and then all of a sudden now, they're like, oh, we're in talks with them. Why? If they're not competition, why are you getting worried for? Why are you trying to jump on the bandwagon? Apparently, Monday Night Raw just gone had the lowest rating
1: in its history. How it, low can that possibly get? Okay, the... Raw, like, when it comes to Raw, I don't know what they're doing. I don't get it. Because, like, they have... Because they, probably one of the best things they had on Raw was were the Hurt Business. And they, it ru- and they ruined that. They literally ruined it. You had an all-black heel... no need heel. That to be ruined. Yeah, you had an all-black heel stable who were actually legitly full of good wrestlers and were doing some good work, and you just, just break them up for literally no reason. And no. That... It... Yeah, sorry.
0: sorry. <laughs> I think I'm slightly wound up about this. It's, <laughs> it's both, an... of you are, both of y'all are both wound up about it, <laughs> and I love, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm wound up because Monday Night Raw, now, back in the day, when Raw was originally two hours or two and a half, Stretching to three, it was must see TV. Yeah, you, you you. There is no way you could not avoid watching Raw because you had to. It always end on the cliffhanger. The little sub uh, contents were fun. It was funny. The crowd was live. There was atmosphere. Over the last two years, I fast forward watching Raw when I've recorded it. In some days, I don't even bother. I, I end up reading it. Like I I'm not Hi- missing it.
1: I watch highlight shows. I'm done with that.
0: You're lucky. Yeah, at least you can watch that. I'd rather boycott that. <laughs> I would rather watch a black and white verse... No, it's no, that's disrespecting black and white. I'd just rather watch paint dry some days than to watch Raw. Is okay, that, so that... What, where do you think it went?
2: Where do you think it went wrong, bro? Where do you think it started to go wrong for Raw?
1: When they got rid of Paul Heyman. Yeah, because oh. Paul Heyman is. Um... For those who don't know who Paul Heyman is, Paul Heyman used to be the owner and um, of um, e- a company called ECW, um, e- which was, <laughs> which, um, <laughs> um, which um, WWE bought out and then he was a colour commentator and then he eventually became a writer and a consultant and you usually see him on like on the screen, you, should, you still see him on the show right now, he's, all, he's one of the reasons why Roman Reigns, the head of the table, Trouble Chief. From Reigns, um, yep, yep. is is doing so well right now because he's he's his advocate, basically his manager, who just basically just talks for Roman Reigns when he needs to talk for him when he doesn't really need to. But he give he gives he's he, he gives wrestlers a purpose a lot of times because he can see he can see, he, he can see talent like he like when when he was when he when they brought him back recently, um, a while back to um, run Raw and just do the be the head writer and sort out. He was pushing he was pushing. Good wrestling. He was pushing. Black. Pushing Alistair Black. He was pushing Ricochet. He was pushing all the young, the younger talent that who who, who should be getting a platform to show what they can do, and um, was giving them. There was, was a really good. I can't even remember how long it was. It was like a good few months where Roll was it yeah, was quite entertaining. I was like, oh, this is actually really getting good. And then for some reason, the, someone changed their mind and um, um, they just got rid of him. And um but, but for what mistaken... Brother Love, aka Bruce Prichard, is actually doing is the writer now for um for Raw, and it's been um, or not one the head well creat- one the head creators of Raw, or whatever. Who's basically he has he has a lot of say on what goes what what becomes the storyline or what isn't the storyline, and it's gone downhill. And now since the whole since Paul Heyman got was been um has been um or well, has departed. There's been a lot of days I've been hearing where they've been literally right like rewriting the show on the day of filming. So it's like absolutely no, no no. There's absolute chaos basically for Raw. silent and it's it's embarrassing
0: because Raw was the standout show for WWE for years, and now Raw has basically became the lowest show you can watch in WWE. Mm. I rather to be fair, I, I boycott Raw, watch NXT, love SmackDown. As you and that's like, It's painful. It's so painful. I mean, another. You see, this is another thing that annoys me on how WWE really don't think about how this affects people. Now, a few people obviously may have known that Bray Wyatt is currently off screen.
1: Hmm.
0: He's currently off screen due to mental health. He still hasn't fully gone over the death of Brody Lee, Mr. Harper. Hmm. And one, another one of his close friends, like a brother to him, is Braun Strowman. Braun is actually godfather to one of his uh, children, mm. and now they've turf the man's one of his closest friends as well. How is that going to help boost the man's morale? Actually, they,
1: they actually let go of his dad as well, didn't they?
0: Oh, Well, there
1: yeah. you go? Yeah, I think cause, uh, yeah, I think his um his dad or his uncle, no, I think it was his dad. Yeah, RS was um was a was a producer. Yeah, behind the scenes, and I think during the whole. Yeah, I think it, ha- I think it happened um, last year. They let him go. I can't remember if they furloughed him or if they just literally just released him. I think they just released him. Oh, um, they wiped out the entire family, basically. Basically, yeah. Father, uh, son, Jesus. So, yeah. So, But it's like, I think I said, I said this to, you, um, to Chantel yesterday, because like... Because like you, you could say that you, 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 it's easy for them to say that yeah, um, AEW aren't are, in comp- are in comp- not in competition blah blah blah, blah. but then they bought out all these contracts and they just basically stored them. Not let them out, not not release them, not let them go. Just kept them. Didn't even give them film time or anything. So they got all these wrestlers. They had so much talent under one roof, and they weren't using it. it was just being spiteful, just for spiteful sake, so AEW wouldn't get their hands on it. And it's just pathetic. And now we're in this situation when we have to deal with Black Wednesdays, Annoying Tuesdays bullshit fridays when they have to get rid of fight when they get to, have to fire someone which is it's just it's just pathetic just get let your talent be talent man let you let them, let them do what they love if you can't let them do that then let them go at a reasonable time when it's all said and done it's bullshit absolute bullshit right
2: and, and it's almost like you don't want to rather than work with and try and rise to the competition and rise to what might happen you just basically keep them locked in a situation where they can't work can't do anything there, but also can't be competition mm. it's a tactic that's used so- throughout throughout a lot of other other areas where you just basically keep those people busy enough so that they're not on not messing up your flow mm mm-hmm and therefore don't present a danger. And then it comes to a point where it's like, well, then we get yeah, then you go. And then it's like, you know, they haven't got the, the the people behind them because they've been out of the spotlight for so long. And you know how all can be very fickle. they mm-hmm. just on to the next new thing. So, yeah.
0: I mean, a prime example, right? I mean, he ain't said anything yet, but the time's coming. On mm-hmm. Raw, one of my favourite guys is AJ Styles. Been mm-hmm. a massive fan of AJ for years. Mm-hmm. A man who has done it all over the world through various companies is now a sidekick to some seven-foot-long worm. Yeah, comedy tag team.
1: Wow. No, me, am I wrong? <laughs> <Yeah>. Jesus Christ! It's not that bad. He's not bro, that yeah? I mean, he's not, like, good either. But Jesus Christ! Like my man just did his job, man. Wow! Almost
0: oh. <laughs> Bring that Raw ground, man. Let him work the doors on there, yeah? Because he, he ain't <laughs> saying. <laughs> Did you just call him
1: a doorman? To be what fair, what... he was a oh. To be fair, he was oh, wow. legitly a doorman on, on Raw. I'm not even joking. Is, is, yeah, that... he
0: literally opened the door for Shane, yeah, and that was it. He didn't even speak. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> he literally was a doorman. And I was thinking, hey, AJ, man, you, you oh, it, it hurts me. Don't be wrong. I still back you, but it hurts. I was, when your contract expires in a couple of years, man, just make the move. We, we all fully back you. What Go you... link up with with the young bucks, man, and be happy. Because I tell you this, I still can't get over Samara Joe, and I will never get over that.
1: Yeah, Samara Joe, that was that that made no sense whatsoever. Because because um, he he was wait was he was he black when he was Black yeah. Wednesday, wasn't he? Yeah. So um yeah, Samara Joe was being used. He was literally being used on um, kind of commentary on 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 during WrestleMania. So he was active. And that's what that's what makes these firings worse. Because even Black Wednesday, they were making these, um, they make they, they were using these wrestlers actively on in during one of the biggest pay per views, WrestleMania, and then they just fired them straight afterwards, which made which was like what what they, what did they do wrong? Like Samarjo was again was be was loyal. He was, when he was told to be on common commentary, being common commentary. When he's told being told to put over people wrestlers, uh, you know he put over wrestlers. He did a good job. He was training people. He was he was. He was the goat, man. Samojo is like one of the, one of the, one of the best wrestlers of all time, and they weren't really using him to the best of his abilities. But again, he was loyal. When he was told to do something, he did it, and that's the treatment he gets.
0: Exactly. He was instrumental in AJ coming to WWE, and how do they thank him? Here's your letter, son. Later. Shocking. Mm-hmm. WWE's on borrowed time, and if it's true about they're sending to NBC. Just sell it and just be done with it. Yeah, because I can't continue with this anymore.
2: It is really... t- t- all TV is on. Un- I think entertainment is in is in overhaul. I think because of the pan. I think pandemic definitely has has moved things on, but the numbers aren't there. When like, i I was listening to um, a document, listening to uh, a podcast, and they were talking about uh, back in the day where this film, this movie came on and had sixty million. Watched this film and they were like, You don't get those numbers now. It's like, No, oh. you don't. You mm-hmm. don't get 60 million because obviously, at the time, there's no TV, there's no kind of I'll record and watch it I, later. I, yeah. You've got to watch it in it. So they're like, Yeah, you have to be home and be like, Yeah, we're pulling numbers like 60 million for a TV movie. And you don't get those numbers now because we'll be like, I'll watch it later in it or I'll stream it later on or I might get around to it or, you know. So I think entertainment itself is is looking at different ways to to get to people. But WWE has been questionable for a
0: long time. And the fact, what I love is the fact that some of their superstars or Hall of Famers, as you were, are calling out the company. Mm. I think they should. I'm saying, what's going on? I mean, yeah, again, Batista, he was the first one when the Hurt Hurt Business uh, split, called him out saying, what's that about? There's no need. And then everyone, straight away, even various companies, when the latest rounds of firing went down this week, everything on, on Twitter, on social media, they're going ballistic, saying these people were just literally used a few days ago. Explain yourself. What's happening? They should be held to account for
2: that. People should be calling okay. them out, because otherwise it becomes normalised, and then it means that anybody can be let go at any point for no reason.
0: Which is one thing question which i have to ask i know you're thinking about this as well bro right mm-hmm. he's lee I
1: i i give him oh. i i give him Do You know, i want to be surprised i want to be surprised but i i don't they don't know how to use him they don't like when he was on nxt they used him perfectly because who was running nxc Triple Triple H. H- and, and they and they know how to use someone like Keith Lee, a man with so much charisma, who actually you can wrestle with talent. As soon as he gets to the main roster, it's like, okay, okay, cool, cool. cool, cool. I see, I see something with you. All right, we're gonna we're gonna send you back to do some training because obviously you big guys need a bit more training. You know, you're not graceful enough. Wait, what? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Wait, what? Keith Lee is not graceful enough. The man could do a moon salt. The man's six foot something, over 300 pounds, and he can jump over bloody ropes to land on people. He can do dives. He can... I'm sorry, what? Excuse me? Ex- mm-hmm. Explain it. Exp- exp- Vince, man. Just... just... It also, sh- shouldn't it be the
2: whole thing of the... All the rest are a little bit different? I mean, is that just me? Shouldn't it be like... I mean, obviously thinking back then when I used to watch it, everyone was a little bit different. Not everyone had the same style. Is that just... Not everyone was the same stature? Shouldn't that be part, kind of point? Mm. Yeah, a different feel for a different That's kind of thing
0: you know yeah yeah it is I... <laughs> I have to laugh Because i even remembered a couple of years ago when even before pandemic kicked in there's an episode of raw the whole mcmahon clan t- came out and they said look we know the writing has been bad we know it's been really really poor but we apologize we're gonna sort it out we need you we are you. We listen to you. There's gonna be no more authority figure. We're gonna start from scratch. We're gonna go again. One week later, do we'll the exact same thing. So basically, from then, we should have known. Yeah, it's going downhill. But there's going downhill. But this is a lead balloon. This is Hindenburg time now. Because I can see if things don't pick up. I can see you all getting cancelled, and I would laugh if that happens. Numbers as the numbers
2: are going down, it's inevitable and. If it does go into another you know nbc's hands mm. then they are going to revamp and go well you know for the cost of what they've got to do in terms of paying people to put on the show versus what they're going to get what's the return on investment and if the return on investment is minimal they're going to go well can it we'll we'll put something else out there do you know what i mean mm.
0: I, I don't know what they want because i've read an article where vince visualizes WWE. he wants it to be like a disney slash marvel thing where multi-universe is combining one and Everything's gonna link and continue. I was like, no, no, no,
1: it's too late for that. Yeah, because you you, 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 remember because like it's funny he says he says that now because like do you remember when before he bought it from his dad? His dad had there was this thing called territories where certain mm. territory wrestling, you know, that would be that territory, that would be that territory, but Mm. you could mix and match because it was a business venture. Mm. But then you, but then he stopped that because he was selfish because he wanted it all under his roof. Hmm, interesting. How times have changed.
0: Look, I say, basically, I was saying to someone the other day, to prove how much this hurts me, right? Last Sunday, AEW had an event, double or nothing,
1: mm-hmm.
0: four hours long, Sunday night. That pay per view I saw was better than the last year's worth of WWE. And that says a lot. The crowd was amazing. Now, don't get me wrong, I know the crowd has a massive part to play when it comes to these types of things. But the storyline, the way everything was done, it was effortless. It flowed. It was a whole pay-per-view where there wasn't one bad match. I haven't seen both of, like that
2: in a while. Both of those things have to work together, though. It's not just that. There's a reason why people share those videos like on TikTok and stuff of like Endgame, of like yeah. um of what happened at the end of it and the reaction in the cinema. Mm. And when people are like, oh, that's just one. I'm like, no, that was cinemas all over the world where. Mm. When on your left was mentioned, we lost. We literally lost our collective minds. that were screaming because yeah. we've all been built to that moment. The storyline, ups and downs, and this is accomplished for a different time. But the point is, at that moment, yeah. If if it had been rubbish, there'd be no reaction. But if anything, the the, the cinema reaction just enhanced which, which was the culmination of a good set of stories. Mm-hmm. You need both. You need and you need both for everything. So if you can't you so the crowd are gonna react to a good story. If the story's rubbish, I'm pretty sure they're gonna boo. And I do know that wrestling fans will boo people if they don't like them or yeah. they're not feeling it. I've mm-hmm. kind of seen video of that recently, where a certain person rocked up and the, the collective audience booed this person because <laughs> they're trash. And rightly so. So I wanna yeah, talking just,
1: about. I wanna who you're talking gee, about. I have no idea if you are at <laughs> Mm, yeah, um, no, I the, no. I think the last, time, the last, the the last two things that got me hyped about wrestling. Mm. The first one was the return of Edge when he came back just before they stopped. They stopped having crowds. The when mm. his Royal Rumble return was done perfectly. Like, you, like, so she saw the reaction from the documentary. Like, it was just yeah, yeah. It, that was yeah. so good. Cause I didn't see it coming, and I was like, I was just, te- I was texting, people. Like, yeah, edge. yeah, that, um, and then like seeing like the reaction around like different places, and mm. like,
2: oh my god, oh, I was like, what? even I was like, I'm emotional. Yeah. I wish I'd seen it, but oh,
1: wow. I, but like, and um, and then the way like, the way Roman Reigns is right now, that's mm, that's 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 <laughs> that's that's my trouble, Chief man. That's, see, that's what Roman Reigns I've been waiting for for a long time, man, and, and like. And like that's the only that's the only reason why I'm so invested in WWE is because of Roman Reigns right now because they, that's when good writing and good character development gets you somewhere.
0: That's yeah, that's Paul Heyman right mm. there. And like, it's a shame because they they've got such a massive as, you, as you've stated a massive array of talent, but only selective few are getting used. Mm. Um, that's
2: perfect. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's painful <laughs> clearly so uh, I, I i i even got nothing because obviously there needs to be an overhaul to have someone of paul hayman's caliber doing the writing again but i doubt they'll be given a chance or opportunity to do that in the current well, apparently
0: daniel bryan is supposed to be doing some of the writing behind the scenes now
1: is he, that? is he still on, okay daniel bryan's a, is a wrestler but um, who's he, a really good wrestler who had to bloody oh he had to he had to climb to get to where he is. I mean, he was treated like crap for the longest time, and he had to really, really, I mean, really earn his place. Cause like, do you know when? Do you know when the audience is behind someone so badly that but it's just yeah. so but it's so blatant that WWE don't know what they're had to do in like the crowds were like, like. Like the crowd was so behind Daniel Bryan that like during one of the Royal Rumbles where they were hoping it he because like because like there was a period where he was supposed to be like like it was, it was his time to be a champion it was his, mm. it was his, it was his time and like it was during one of the Royal Rumbles where they were hoping that he would be like one of the entrants during the Royal Rumble because he was still active he was still he was still wrestling and you know it, it was his time but when he didn't come out and the last the last the last um the last wrestler who who did came out come out was Rey Mysterio. Who Rey Mysterio is 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 a is a life is a like a full life baby face. I can't remember him ever being a heel in WWE. He's always been a, bit, a good guy. But they the hell out of him! They like Ray Mysterio. It's hard to to, to boo Ray Mysterio because one, he's a he's like he's a cruiserweight, so he's one of the smaller wrestlers. He's like one of the most athletic and just like likable wrestlers as well. Like you, you cannot you cannot boo this man. They were tearing him to pieces. They were booing everybody. It didn't matter who it was because of it because because they took their, their their wrestler away from him because both of them, yeah, yeah. And it was just like. Come on, guys, just just listen to the crowd. Listen to the crowd, but um, but yeah, is, is he even under contract anymore, Daniel Bryan? Well, who knows? Because
0: this whole negotiation with New Japan, I'm hearing that he's involved in it somehow.
1: Mm.
0: And if he is, good luck. But this is one joint ship that actually I don't want it to go through because no offense. No. Can you see the Bullet Club? Take it on any of these lot now.
1: No, not on, not under WWE, right? And hell no.
0: No, will be. <laughs> I can imagine it'll be basically all the heavyweights here will just be it'll be a clean victory. Mm. Send them to AEW. Just keep the AEW links going. That would easily work. And you would think, when majority of them are in AEW anyway, that would work out better. Mm. But WWE just one big balls up. It's it's the Hindenburg people, man. <laughs> it is. It's just depressing. I mean, don't be wrong. NXT. I've got a nice vibe from that, yeah. I, I enjoy watching that. I mean, Kieran Cross, is just running shots right now. Mm. The whole uh, LA Knight and the Cameron <laughs> Grimes story is actually pretty funny.
1: And don't be wrong, LA Knight.
0: What a name. What her name? Who thought that one up? LA Knight. So basically, there's this wrestler called Eli Drake. That's how he pronounces his name, <sighs> like that. He was around for years, various companies, got a great rep. He turned up in WWE and NXT, and as soon as he played on camera, the crowd lost it, and everyone's trying to Eli Drake. He says, "No, no, no, my name is L.A. Knight."
1: That's okay. I'm pretty sure that's like, like, wasn't that like like the second second show to L.A. Law? I'm pretty sure that was. I was going right. to
0: say L.A. Knights, right? Right. I'm oh, sure no. wasn't that the the it's from L.A. Gear? When
1: was was the LA Knights? Jesus Christ! I'm old. LA LA Knights,
2: LA Knights, Diamond (laughs)
1: Cell sponsors Baywatch nights. I was get out of my head since I was just thinking about Baywatch nights right there. Oh my god! What was the point of Baywatch nights, man? Seriously, like, like like, it made no sense, don't it? Because it it um, like, I was like, "What?" So the detectives after what when they're not saving people, what? What? Why? Why? Why was this a choice I, in life? Wasn't that episode? Where, wasn't there an episode where they had to do with vampires as well?
2: What? No, I need I to look it up now. I need to look up that there, there was a vampire episode on, on Baywatch Night.
1: I'm like, pretty sure. How much, sure. Was, how much of you watching Bay, Baywatch Nights? What? There were times when it was like late at night, and this is when we had, didn't have Sky. And it was on the ITV at late at night. You know, it happens.
2: Yeah. Oh God! LA
1: I think that's a that's a good place
2: to, to to draw the line because I'm not about to make this a whole night scene, but uh, episode by episode podcast.
1: i right, got I've got inspiration oh, now. I've got some research to do now. Oh, I'll be back.
2: <laughs> <laughs> See. You started one place and you ended with a. You think? Was there a vampire episode of, of uh, Baywatch Nights?
1: Uh, if there was, tuned. I'm disturbed. It was either a vampire one or a haunted house. I'm pretty sure it's a vampire one. Very <laughs> sure. Getting what? I'm scared. I'm scared that like, how
2: is how is how is a uh, Baywatch Nights going the angel route?
1: Do you know? What? I'm gonna touch this now. One I we'll touch this now, I need, to, I, need to, I need to discover this Baywatch Nights. Giggles <laughs> 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 like i'm sorry what
2: <laughs> <laughs> who and wasn't it like yeah I, I, vampire I, I,
1: I, vampire let's see oh no right yep let's see ryan does an investigation and becomes more and more convinced that Fra- 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 francesca is a real life vampire who's chosen yeah, okay. mitch that's our next victim right All okay right. <laughs> <laughs> that is a bit, no that, that's it that's the
2: line right there that's the line i'm gonna draw it under for this week because we just <laughs> ended we've got into mad territory i blame my husband for this for exposing you to that film star chaser last night bruv a
1: star crash, uh, star crash, star star crash, crash whatever right. it was
2: sorry Star star bollocks whatever it was <laughs> it was bad with a young david hasselhoff so at that point i'm gonna call it a night uh and thank you all for listening um uh, if you want to get in contact with us, uh, please email us. Uh, Send at gmail.com. Our Instagram is pod, And on Twitter is andmessed. Uh, Big man, what's your socials. Oh, you can find me
0: on Twitter at War3782. And you can find me on Instagram at Mr. Underscore Roberts underscore V1.
1: And how about you, bro? You can find me on YouTube under Instant Classic Gaming. You can find me also on on Twitch, Instagram, and TikTok under instant classic underscore gaming. Also at baywatch nights at <laughs> Well that's a thing, I was gonna stop that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> thank you all. Uh we will speak soon. Uh take care, stay safe, and thank you for listening. Yeah,
1: lady, yo. See you bye And that's Why We Messed Up, produced by The St. Jude's Avengers, edited by Instant Classic Gaming, and music produced by Box Room Music.